0: everybody, welcome to Street Fight Radio, number one anarcho-comedy radio show on any station across the nation. We are glad that you're here. Wednesday night, time for a street fight. This is The Basement Show. We were doing these live streams on the Patreon as bonus content, but figured the audio is free, the podcast is free, why shouldn't the stream be free? So enjoy it on all of the platforms that you do. We got one big unified chat, so if you're ready to listen in, you got to want to chime in. Head over to YouTube, head over to Twitch, head over to Facebook. There's uh, places to talk to other street fighters in the chat. As the inter- it's the internet. Have you heard about it? It's great. This uh, the internet. What is it? Uh, thanks for being here. We are uh, broadcasting on live stream, but we normally air our show on WCRS-FM in Columbus, Ohio. It's community radio and we are spreading this mess across the U.S. So blessed to have all of you in uh, on our mission. You know, we voted. Now it's time to complain. Uh, Things didn't change, but we are ready to move onward and upward until we can spread our completely non-hierarchical society to every corner of the flat earth. My name is Brett Payne. My co-host is Brian Quinby thanks for being here
1: what's up you're welcome I do that joke every single week you say thanks for being here and I say you're welcome
0: yeah it's, it's a, a pleasure joke. it's, it's like a d- pleasure joke I do it's yeah. a pleasure to be honest
1: how you living today
0: so far so good so you pa- had a,
1: a play date today? I did
0: I ended up going on a play date with another with another parent which they're tough um, but I was telling you The thing about my school, my daughter's school is that she has a friend that she really, really likes. And her mom has some like questionable, like green tattoos. Like it's just only has one tattoo and it's a name, you know? Is it Terry? It's just like a three letter name. And it's in like the worst placement on like the back of the arm. It's just one of those. I'd never get a tattoo in my life. But one time I got to the point where I got a fucking tattoo. Yeah. Drunk at a party tattoo. Yeah. So my wife's got one of those. I ended so there's another parent this this lady she's pretty cool she told me that she, so one one of the casual conversations we had before was uh, that that someone was drinking before eleven a.m. had six beers before eleven a.m. in front of her kid and she was wondering if that's like a bad message to send yeah it's yeah. <laughs> like I mean it's not you but yeah. yeah some people do live that way and it doesn't you know always pan out uh, but we ended up going to this park. And in the parking lot, there was a group of three young black teens and she goes over to get a soccer ball and a basketball and comes back and she said, damn, I smelled some bomb weed over there. (laughs) And she's like, but I felt bad because they all rushed into the car. So they probably thought I was going to tell on them.
1: Yeah. I was like,
0: well, that's cool. That was neat. Not
1: telling on them is a good sign. Yeah, and she—I you know? don't.
0: She didn't think they were criminals. She was just like, "Oh man, I just harshed their buzz. You know, I'm such a fucking buzz kill."
1: Yeah, yeah. That—that's cool though. That's good. When I was doing my job as father, okay. I had to do the same thing you did. You know, go to the park every day after school and stand with the other moms. Yep. Just chill. It's all moms. It is. It's You always think like things are moving in a different direction. There's really a lot more men staying home with their kids. It was me and one other guy. <laughs> right. And we weren't ever there at the same time. Right. Either. Right. It was like just the two of us. And you'd be standing there with the moms. I had a bunch of friends that were moms. They're all sweet. I still like them. I think they hate them. They think I hate them because I don't show up to anything now. But that's just because I have a real job. Back then <laughs> I have a real job. You know what yeah. I mean? I was a homemaker was my job. So I had to be at everything. <laughs>
0: uh they're also probably worried some of my facebook screeds are targeted at them that's a good possibility i don't know though i always think that too like, <laughs> there's a mueller lib yeah there's a lady that came today and was like i've been melting down all fucking day because i just found out that trump fired jeff sessions today yeah and he was gonna do something and that's just messing up the mueller Did investigation you- i'm like Wow, man, it sounds crazy. Did you tell her Mueller? Mueller works for the FBI, though, and Jeff
1: Sessions was a huge racist. So I don't think those are people you should be behind. I
0: was, I, <laughs> I was just, I didn't say anything. I, so, I just shook my head and was like, I don't know who these people are, really. So you're pretty, except lucky. for Jeff Sessions. I, I'll, you know what I said? Actually, I said sorry. Didn't mean to catch you off. I said, well, at least weed might be safe for a little bit longer. Yeah, that's true. That's true, though. So you're pretty like lucky in a
1: way be I, we live in two very different neighborhoods, me and you, right? Like you live in a part of town that is sort of, you live by the tracks, yes. right? So whatever they say, the long, wrong side of the tracks or whatever you live, literally, I can hear the trains go by while <laughs> right. we do the show. And I get caught by trains all the time when I'm driving home. Yeah, I don't. And I don't, I live in like a fortress, right yes like you you've described it last week that like my neighborhood when you drive out of it is like
0: driving like when people escape from prison and there's like there's a watchtower <laughs> yeah. no there's a cop that sits in the road everywhere like every time you leave town it's just like well the watchful eye of the grandview police are on me <laughs> just like every night it's like checking in and out with a guard so what's
1: wild is this woman is Stan is with you, and she's like, "It smells like bomb weed." That, oh, I'm I'm sad that I messed up their time. Yeah, all they ever talked about. And look, not as many cops here where Brett's at. It's just no, not as well, m- they yeah. don't drive around as much here. You know, they're, they're it's Columbus Police Department. Sure, they have a lot more space right. than the Grandview Police it's not, Department.
0: Right, it's yeah. not just like you have like a rowdy crew. Yeah, of yeah. like. A dozen? I mean, how many are there? I think there's
1: like five of them, but it's only like three square miles. Yeah,
0: (laughs) they keep it locked up. Yeah,
1: Um, they're not. They don't bother you if you live there, though. Like that's this thing about my neighborhood is if you live there, I think they know. Yeah, they kind of know people. So like my car isn't like the I drive a 2015 Kia Soul, and I think they see it and know it's me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they've well, seen me so many
0: times driving in and it's out. It's late model, too. I mean, as long as you don't have anything that... If you have anything that was made before 2000, though, you're getting pulled over. Oh, my God, yeah. You see it all the like time. Like, 93. When I had my Toyota, it was like I got pulled over a couple times in Grandview. Yeah. Just like, what are you doing type thing. So, yeah. So, I live in
1: this, like, fortress where, like, there's just no crime, Brett. I'm The only crime that happens is... Teens rummage through my car, <laughs> right? Try to st- they steal sunglasses and change. Yeah, and I'm a hundred percent sure it's teens. Like it's nobody to be afraid of. If I walked, if I happen to be standing outside, they would run. They Dude, wouldn't even look at the car.
0: I left my purse and my keys in the van last night, all night long. Yeah, yeah, it, was, it yeah. happens. I
1: mean, it's easy. Plus, there's a light behind my house that, for some reason, is never on in the alley. We have a, a traffic. We there's like a light out there, but anyway. So, um, when we would go to the playground and play, if a, if a person, if a male that didn't look perfectly like clean or whatever, like that walked by, they assumed he was a sex creep. Oh, really? Every time, dude. If anybody walked through that park, they were like, look at this sex creep over here. Has anybody called the police to let them know that there's a sex creep rocking around this park? And it was like, holy shit, guys. Johnny Pito over here. That's why they acted, dude. It, yeah. And it was all the time. It was like, oh, look, it's a, it's a pedophile walking through this park. They like, so like, it is nice that like your people aren't automatically like, let's get the police over here. Right. Have them sit here. I, who knows what that guy right. over at that bar, because there's a bar right across the street from the playground that's true that's true it's true <laughs> a scuzzbag
0: bar too it's not like a nice yeah.
1: like you don't hang out at that bar if you ain't from where i live put <laughs> it like
0: that and a lot of the people in town that have like stretched out collars on their shirts who drinks there. <laughs> people that's like the elastic on their t-shirt is ripped
1: everybody i know that has gone there has left and said don't go there just yeah. for, i've never I've, I've i've eaten there twice but it's like... I don't even go in there because people are like, don't, don't go into fucking Marshalls,
0: dude. <laughs> my, my wife loves it so much and she'll always has to go there and it's just pretty generic breakfast food. But I'm like, It's disgusting because they have koi fish aquariums in there (laughs) and I'm like eating fucking hash browns and I can just hear the bubbling of the aquarium and I'm just thinking all the algae and fish shit is just bubbling into the air and we're just all like inhaling, inhaling. You can smell it too. It
1: smells like you're where there's a, a, it smells like you're where there's fish. I don't, yeah,
0: I don't eat at aquariums. I don't eat at strip clubs. (laughs) I don't eat in those environments. Yeah. Like if the air, if the air could just have something in it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's such but, a big yeah, difference between yeah, neighborhoods. But you're right. I mean, people are, there's people there that probably they don't have kids that want to have a drink at 3 p.m. in the afternoon and maybe it's their day off and they're going to go stumble around a park like every fucking drunk person deserves the right to do. Right. And it's a park with a path right to it. Yeah, through you can it. walk it. Yeah. I it's mean, not it's not
1: like an out of the way place. That's like they, what I'm trying to say. <laughs> they tore up your whole that
0: whole intersection to add all those like walkable paths I and know. shit. I know to make it so that you could like, you know, walk. No, don't do that. If you're a single man, what's he do? Yeah. They get scared of, uh, I don't, what are they doing? Patriot? They got classic patriarchy going on over there. Well, they called it. Well, I, I, again, very liberal school district. I mean, as
1: liberal as it gets, it's like the conservative nightmare of what a school district is, but they have a Christmas party. They have a Christmas play. They do all the stuff. The conservatives say you can't yeah. do anymore. They don't have a winter party. They have a motherfucking Christmas party there. It's a public school. Yeah, and like it, it just for me is like, you know what? I, we need to ask Milo actually, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, we I, just as an aside, we need to ask if if uh, Jehovah's Witnesses are allowed to do the winter party. That's not really a holiday. It's not a just celebration. Call it the winter party, it's Why don't, just think, a party. Yeah, we have to get to, yeah. <laughs> we need to scoop on uh, that. Is that a good loophole?
0: I think the only way they can celebrate is like amongst themselves, but we should get the answer. Okay, well, It sounds like a loophole. That's all. I'm- Charlotte, my wife, um, made the mistake and God bless her because she doesn't know any better. She bought this gigantic sign and all these balloons that said Happy Halloween, really huge. And the teacher was like, yeah, this is definitely a Halloween party that we're having, but we can't say that. It's a fall party and we can't have the word Halloween actually written on and anything. <laughs> Lib school. Yeah. Lib school. I mean, that's
1: yeah. You're in a real that's like I'm in a small town, dude. I might as well live in yeah. Maybury. It is, you know, except for they think it's crawling with sex creeps. That's true. <laughs> well, they're, they're raising them <laughs> it's like Mayberry, a town crawling with. There's just every single person that doesn't have a child as a sex creep. Yeah, we did pass a levy. So might as well go into the vote talk, right? We we voted yesterday. Yes. Uh, Brett and I did vote, which which is not usual. I actually got a voter report card, Brett. And okay. it said I'm a below average I saw voter. that. I got one of those in the mail, too.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: I voted in 2010 and then not again after that. Yeah. I don't know what was going on in 2010 where I felt like I
0: needed to vote, but that was when. Right. Um, I figured it is very easy to do, and they sent it to my house. They sent me a letter in the mail that said, if you send a letter back, we'll let you do it by mail. And I was like, it's fucking perfect because I go to the post office every day. I'm not going to go to the voting booth. So, yeah. I just mailed it in. I went to the booth. You went to you the know. booth. Yeah. Um, did you get one of those fucked up funky ones where they wouldn't let you vote for your candidate? Well, one, they they had me sign was it, an iPad
1: to get in. Okay. okay. Okay, so they had a tablet. They said you're going to have to sign this fucking tablet. They turn. they swipe my card, my uh ID. They swipe them now. I'm like, I don't like that. Come on.
0: My you dad swipe for.
1: Just look at it.
0: Yeah, my dad used to always scratch it up and then on those magnetic pads where it says, do not place your IDs on there, he would totally get a new one and just slap it right on that pad. Why? Why did he He was do like, that? I want you to punch in the numbers. I don't yeah. want you to run... I don't want you to have the digital thing, you punch in the fucking numbers. That's a King level thing for your dad. <laughs> I need to do that. I don't know why I don't do it. Cause it's harder. Right.
1: Yeah. Cause it was like when we were in, uh, what's it called? Well, yeah, uh, Cause
0: he used to get away with so much more shit, you know, when he, in his days, like they didn't have numbers on everybody. Yeah. And they just had like the regular old, like laminated piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. Card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I never had one of those. I, 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 mean, I had a
1: magnetic strip the first time I got a card. It was very- yeah. And, like, you know, of course, back then, people were like, that's some Illuminati shit. It is. It's yeah. Mark of the Beast, basically. <laughs> it's mark of the Beast, of course. Um, issue one was a thing here. We talked about it on the other
0: show. I think I also talked about it on another podcast. Uh Explain. Yeah, issue one was basically uh, I, what what are those called? Amendments or levies or what do they call issue? Like an issue. issue. Yeah. So the issue was whether or not we should be giving people felonies for drug use, and this would get rid of all felonies for drug possession, not for selling, just for drug possession. Let some people out of jail. Um, it was pretty expensive. I, I I read something. It was like six years in the making that uh they had been working on getting this thing together and proposing it. And it was pretty drastic harm reduction, especially for Ohio. I mean, of course there's more fucking liberal places in the world, but for Ohio, it seemed like a pretty good step in the right direction. It, yeah. I mean, it, I, it, I don't even know what it is. Like, I, yeah, I mean, it had problems, of course. Yeah. I mean, I saw lots of radical people shred it and yeah. that's fine. But it was just like anything that, like
1: keeps people out of jail. Like I can't be, I can't say like, well, at least this is going to keep some people out of jail. Yeah. I mean, and
0: the thing about it is you, that felony conviction changes somebody's life forever because they don't ever go away. There's jobs you can't get. There's judgments that you can't ever get past, man. I know a guy that was like a brilliant fucking chef that killed somebody accidentally in a fucking fight and, uh, defending, you know, somebody that was getting jumped and, He spent 10 years unable to move any further in his career because he had all these opportunities and people that were trying to poach him to do these bigger, better jobs. And it was like, you can't do it because you have a felony on your record. You know, there's just even jobs you're not
1: allowed to have. You can't get public housing. You can't get public benefits
0: and landlords check it. School checks it. You can't vote. And, yeah, it fucks your life up forever. I mean, and like you can, you're left with crime basically if you want to get ahead. It's like if that passed, I wasn't gonna be like, oh, well, this is it. We're
1: done. We won a victory. You yeah. Know? When people said they didn't like it, and like you know, I don't like forced treatment at all. You know, I just feel like that's gonna be the thing we have to. I mean, it's that's like the when compromise. we had to fight for medical marijuana in order to get recreational marijuana. It's the same thing. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. So it well, failed, thing- and 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 I just. You know, there was a lot of scare tactics about it, too. That was were, it? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes, so uh, I saw that. somebody told me that judges were telling their juries to vote against it. Um, I assume that's because judges didn't want power taken away from them. They took away a tool. Law enforcement was against it. They assumed that all the heroin dealers were going to move to Ohio. Right. Uh, a lot of people were mad because there wasn't an exception for fentanyl because of the you know of course it's just that fentanyl thing they have convinced people that it's a, a, a t- it's poison right it's, that's all it is
0: yeah well they um I, there was some sort of ad that came up that said something like that uh, someone could have enough fentanyl to kill x amount of people like thousands of people yeah. and, not, and get away with it if issue one passed.
1: yeah I just I'm frustrated because I saw a lot of people that voted against it that were like drug I, users
0: I, that, that I did drugs with That like, uh, see, yeah, but that's what drives a lot. I mean, that's what's driving this. So first of all, when I looked at this thing, the public should not be fucking deciding this. The public has no idea what the best and most cutting edge treatments and the best way to get people better. There's, they have no fucking clue. They're running all on self-righteous anger. And like you said, a lot of them are previous drug users and they now, because they didn't go to jail for it, are able to say that it's a moral failing on the on the part of people that use drugs. That well, is and that they deserve the punishment they get because they know there's a punishment and they stop doing it to go work 50 hours at some fucking awful locksmith or something. <laughs> or be a handyman. A lot of the a lot of
1: guys I went to high school with that were like totally like, you know, always in trouble and stuff like that. Just have a handyman LLC (laughs) I'm a handyman you know I just do whatever I'll just come there and fix I'll do anything um I think a thing that has bothered me about it the most is that is how inhumane it is to put somebody in jail for using drugs and I and I think everybody feels that way I don't think that a lot of the people that I saw that were saying that this was a bad thing from the right the conservative law and order types that were saying this, uh-huh. I don't think they were really saying people should go to jail for doing drugs. They were making an assumption that most people that do drugs end up doing violence, or crying crime. Or or yeah, and to me, that that is something that I feel I we got to we had that's. I mean, I went right on afterwards and said, "I use drugs. I love drugs. I'm a drug user." Yeah, and I yeah. I, I do think that if I, I know that. 90% of the people that listen to this show can't do that. And or, fuck 99% of the people listening to this show really probably can't do that. The only people that really can do that are the other people making a living as a podcaster or comedian. Yeah. You know? yeah. But uh, I think it's important that if you can, you can say like, I'm the average drug user, right? The average drug user isn't stabbing people.
0: Yeah. And you find somebody that is maybe using hard drugs for, I mean, a period in their life, plenty of people do it for a very short amount. It's just a chapter in their life. Mm-hmm. You know, you lose a couple years to something like that. And then you come back, come out a different person. Yeah. You know, it's not all misery. Yeah. It's an experience. It's all, for a lot of people. There's an experience you and just go through phases of use. Yeah. I guess. And, and if for you, for example, in the height of your use, if you would have been pulled over and charged with the felony for every pill you had, when you were like say bought you're like you were the guy that could get the pills and you're like well fuck it man we'll get a bulk deal going and i'll make mine or get mine for free or whatever you're not like most of the drug dealers out here are not kingpins nobody's that's uh, that's old days people are doing it to just get for you know just to use for free you know (sighs) yeah people are hooking people up and then you you take someone that does that and then decides they don't want to do it anymore. And you've now added this new timeline where you charge them with a fucking felony and throw them in a cage and you fuck with people, man. It changes human beings as animal. When you throw them behind fucking bars. I
1: mean, shit, we're not, we don't even have to, I I, I don't even have to play on sort of the heartstrings for people that like, had I gone to jail When I was carrying around 30, 40 pills, like 30 or 40 uh, Percocets without a script, like that, I could have gone to jail. I don't even want people to feel bad for me in that case, because I did know the risk, but my family would have had to operate without me for the time that I spent in jail, too. And then when I my family, your family suffers because of things that the police did, not because of a thing that I did. I was supporting my family. You know, so a lot of these people are uh, like, I, I tend to believe that most of the people that are using drugs aren't destroyed, like, aren't these destroyed people aren't like you only see like a small percentage of the people who do drugs. Because as we started this conversation talking about only like a small percentage of us can say that we use them. And then there's another percentage of us that are being prescribed things and using them recreationally who don't consider ourselves drug users. So you sure. think about like these moms and shit who are popping Xanax and drinking a fucking bottle of Chardonnay every night. That's fucking partying.
0: Dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's getting down. Yeah. I mean, that's what everybody else is doing. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: you just think about the average drug user is not a dangerous person. It doesn't need to be locked up. And it's and if you're arguing like for conservative shit, it doesn't concern you what I'm doing. It does, Like you don't, you're not paying for me. You don't, you don't have any, I don't have any bearing on you. I'm not fucking bothering you. I'm high. I'm at home high by myself. Yeah.
0: yeah. People are usually just, yeah,
1: people
0: they are at home.
1: It's just moralizing. It just yeah, bothers most, the shit
0: out of me. And you, I mean, you go, you buy a, you buy a ten dollar craft beer every single fucking night. You know, that's the same as that's the same amount as you know using some other shit every a couple other days or whatever it is or on the weekend. For like sure. it's all, it's just where it's your where you want to spend your money. You know. So let's uh let's let's the, take a look at I I I
1: actually saw this article. I mean, just talking about nope. these. Oh, go ahead.
0: Um. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm trying to find something on my damn computer. I read. I just read this damn book. Um, it's this creative writing from these women at this York County uh correctional facilities. This creating creative writing class. They got to kind of write about their life or write about a story in their life. Yeah. And it's fucking incredible because you know the amount of shit that people go through that we shared experience that is like really. Awful, terrible things when you're talking about violence and sexual uh, violence and all that shit. And we have so many self-righteous, judgmental ass people that just can't accept that 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 kind of thing changes people or pushes them towards drug use and shit like that in the heavy fucking manners. You know, there's some people that had some horrible fucking lives. Yeah. A lot of people that, uh, and they he, end up in jail. Jails. We, we where we put them, but they have, but they, before they need a lot more than that, you know, yeah. they had nothing. That's the only reason they ended up in jail because there was nothing else, you know, for a lot of people.
1: I mean, I told the story when it happened, but I don't think as many people were listening. Cause it was like 2014. But when I was in college, I had to go to where the j- book. When I was in college, I had to go to the jail for a field trip sort of thing for a a deviance course. And uh, we went and did a tour of the, we went and did a tour of the jail. And one of the guys we spoke to was a, uh, the psychiatrist at the jail. And I think he was actually a therapist. I don't want to say he was a psychiatrist or a psychologist. And he was wearing uh, I never forget. He was wearing Bartman, Chuck Taylors on his, on his feet. And then scrubs was like his whole deal. And one of the things What's he what the fuck? One of the things he said that was incredible to me was that he said, you know, a lot of people think jail is the worst possible thing that can happen to somebody. But I'm here to tell you that when people come in here, we give them they're gonna get mental help. They're gonna they're gonna be checked to see if they need if they're fine mentally. And this is the only place for some of those people to go. And I was like, that is a failing. That's bad. Yeah that's like a good thing. Like I'm not yeah. smiling. It's punishment. Jail is punishment, and you're, then you're telling me that you're punishing people for mental illness. That's what you're saying.
0: Well, and you know, and the other thing is true. The book is called that I just read. It's called "Couldn't Keep It to Myself: Testimonies from Our In Prison Sisters." It's good, but the lady, there's uh, people that talk about how um, before the '90s, before like the the like hammer came down, they were allowed to fucking fish in like the creek nearby and clean it and cook it and eat it at the fucking prison. That's not Ronald Reagan
1: shit though. Yeah. That's what Ronald Reagan... It's funny because they talk about like that morning and like, they, they, when you see a documentary about Ronald Reagan or anything, they make it seem like the, just the brightest time. It's like, Oh, how wonderful yeah. things were when Ronald so Reagan extravagant. was, it was just nice. It was like, those were the heyday of the eighties. Everybody was just partying and feeling wearing neon, but that is what fucked people up that that whole time when that war on drugs started, they started killing people, ruining people.
0: Yeah. And like, and Bill Clinton then, came in with the three, and well, I'm sorry, Joe Biden came in with that three strikes.
1: Right. And then now they say what they did was they also just the way that they talked the rhetoric around it turned people into fucking monsters. And like yeah, they turned these yeah. law and order people into these monsters that are like, they have cable TV in prison. Right. I don't have cable TV. And it just turned into a thing where now you're running a fucking prison. You can't give any comfort at all because people find out that those people are being treated humanely, it pisses them off. And I don't know what these people are i don't know who these fucking monsters are i've spoken to them i know yeah and i know how cruel they are they but get they all- love people right like they have people in this world that they love they've but, experienced bad things they've had tough times in their life see, haven't they
0: this is a chance for them to feel better about themselves though this is a chance for them to say i was on the same path as you i'm so much better than you though yeah yeah i didn't end up in a prison cell yeah. you know like that's, yeah. that's what they, I really, that's why 60% of the people in Ohio voted for that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of them do, do know the situation, um, but don't want to engage with it any, in any sort of meaningful way, you know? Yeah, I agree. I, it's I, just, uh, it just feels like so ugly and self-righteous to me that they came out like that. And I, I commented on some fucking Hicks in Newark page, <laughs> this chick who's <laughs> cool She's cool. I, I used to work with her, but she got the conversation started about why she thought it should be passed. And it was just like so many fucking camouflage avatars coming through with some ugly fucking yeah. responses. And people
1: that prob- shoot your
0: local heroin dealer type dudes, people that probably don't live. It, I mean, they
1: live in oh, like yeah. Newark or something yeah. like that, where it's like they're it that that's the thing is these communities have been devastated buy this thing by yeah by this thing but they there's aren't
0: no, well, the, the the community that we're talking about used to house like a Longaberger factory where you could make a shitload of money there was a lot there was a lot of industry that used to be there that's now not there yeah and there's the people that stayed there there's no future on the horizon what's well, the pl- It's one of
1: the places they flooded with those pills and that's the yeah. thing you don't they we don't talk about uh, enough is that. Like, I—I I mean, people talk about it, but they flooded the world. They flooded this part of the country with those pills, and now there are people hooked on them. Yeah, and they're hopeless, and they live in a hopeless place where there's nothing happening. There's no like sort of. There's no hope. There's no like. There's nothing to like
0: work toward. Yeah, Do no, you I mean, know you can jump in. You can jump into the big box store lifestyle or drive. An hour away when there was people that used to drive about 45 minutes to work at the warehouse when I worked there. Yeah. I mean, there was people that also drove an hour and 15 every day to get to the warehouse. So. Right. And make $9 an and hour and make 950. Nine when you say, like shift warehouse, yeah, yeah, when you, when you say warehouse,
1: people probably tend to think it's 12, 13, 14 dollars an hour. I worked at that same warehouse and made 750 Yeah. So. That's it's not big money. It's cheaper to live out there, but the gas isn't any cheaper. Well, they it's would say,
0: I mean, on the guys that I knew all carpooled, there was four different dudes that carpooled from like Nelsonville. Yeah.
1: It's just, it's, it's hopeless. It's a really rough place to be in. It is. And I, 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 I mean, you can, I you can make it your
0: enclave, but yeah, the, there's not a lot of options. Yeah. yeah. But it would be very nice if they had any kind of like,
1: like I, I know they've lost people, right? Like, I know that people have died. That, that's something that I thought about with issue one. Something that occurred to me when I was waiting for that to happen was I thought it was going to pass because I felt that so many people have lost people here that they're ready to try something new. But they're, I
0: guess not. They I guess a lot of people aren't ready to try people, something It's new. not harsh enough. It hasn't yeah. gotten harsh enough yet for yeah. people to really feel like, you know, it's just so many people have fucking
1: relatives in jail. So many grandmas are raising children. And oh, stuff, I know. And it's all because of this, it's all this thing. And we could fix that. Like that could all be, that could all be taken care of. Like if this we t- bill might not have done it, but it would have been a step in a direction of not, you know, now they're going to build another prison, dude. Sure. That was another thing about this bill is like, if it passed, then they i mean they're considering building another prison now like they got to fill that fucking thing
0: yeah yeah uh you know it's it's so, a disappointment and yeah it it's something that shouldn't even be up to the regular public's vote it's something that belongs in the hands of people people that have some reasonability whatever that word is it's like drinkability yeah so um
1: i guess i want to talk about uh this article that came out in the New York Times this Saturday i don't read it I know you don't read it. I, I didn't expect you that. to have read it, but I bet you did actually probably read this story or, or kind of checked it. we're not going to do the whole thing here, but uh, it was something we've been hitting the cops pretty hard sure. on the show and have been talking <clears throat> about how they police protests and things like that. And I just, did you, you, did, you didn't happen to come upon this U S law enforcement failed to see this threat of white nationalid- nationalism and now they don't know how to stop it. I didn't see that article. Okay. So I I just want to get, I maybe we'll do the whole thing. I don't know yet. Uh, I want to give an explanation for what it is to you first that just simply before I read it. So this guy, let's read the first paragraph. The first indication to, to, to Lieutenant Dan Stout, that law enforcement's handling of white supremacy was broken came in September, 2017 as he was sitting in an emergency operations center in Gainesville, Florida, preparing for the onslaught of Hurricane Irma and watching what felt like his thousandth YouTube video of the recent violence in Charlottesville, Virginia. Jesus Christ, he thought, studying the footage in which crowds of angry men who had gathered to attend or protest the Unite the Right rally set upon one another with sticks and flagpole spears and flamethrowers and God knows what else a black man held an aerosol can igniting the spray and in retaliation a white man picked up his gun pointed it toward the black man and fired it at the ground the Virginia state troopers inexplicably stood by and watched Stout fixated on this image wondering what kind of organizational failure had led to the debacle he had one month to ensure that the same thing didn't happen in Gainesville so this guy this uh-huh. cop okay he sees this happening yeah and he's like this is coming to my town this is coming to my town right and most cops when these things come to their town they get a facebook right they they get a a, a dossier on yes, all the yes. people that are coming you right, know what i mean right. and uh he goes hey can i get one of the people of the relevant actors that could happen in
0: this thing. Right, who's planning on who who just tweeted out that they bought their tickets. They didn't have one for the right wing. They had them for Antifa. They only looked and up They us.
1: didn't yeah, they didn't have them for the right wing. So, uh He
0: had no idea who, what shit stores were coming from the right. Well, all he he knew the celebrity
1: ones. Okay. He didn't know the uh I'm sorry. I I'm, I'm trying to fix the pop filter right now. <laughs> Is it better, Jason? oh okay okay there were so uh there were no current intelligent reports he could find on the alt-right the sometimes violent fringe movement that embraces white nationalism and a range of racist positions the state police couldn't offer much insight things were equally bleak at the federal level Whatever the FBI knew, which wasn't a lot Stout suspected, they weren't sharing. The Department of Homeland Security, which produced regular intelligence and threat assessments for local law enforcement, had only scant material on white supremacists. All of it vague and ultimately not much help. Local politicians, including including the governor, were also in the dark. This is like a Bermuda triangle of intelligence, stout bot, incredulous. <laughs> he reached out to their state partners. So you're telling me that there's nothing. No names we can plug into an automatic license plate readers, no players with a propensity for violence, no one you have in the system,
0: nothing. So they didn't have any. Right, they didn't bother. Nothing. Well, they're on their side. I know. I know. It's so They're not a threat to them.
1: It's so obvious. One of those coming to Gainesville, uh, this, is the, this is the part that was interesting to me. One of them coming to Gainesville was William Frears, a 31-year-old from Houston. F- Fears, who online went by variations of the handle Antagonizer, was one of the most dedicated foot soldiers of the alt-right. Countless YouTube videos had captured his progress over the past year as he made his way from protest to protest across several states, flinging Nazi salutes, setting off smoke bombs, and from time to time attacking people. Fears was also a felon. He had spent six years in prison for aggravated kidnapping in a case involving his ex-girlfriend, and now he had an active warrant for his arrest after his new girlfriend accused him of assault less than two weeks earlier. On October 18th, the night before the event, Fears and a few other from Houston's white nationalist scene got him Fears' silver Jeep Patriot for the 14-hour drive. Fears' friend, Tyler Tenbrink, who pled guilty to assault in 2014, posted a video from their trip on his Facebook page. There were four men, two of them felons, and two 9mm handguns. Texans always carried, Fears said later. So...
0: The police have no idea this is happening.
1: They didn't. They didn't know the guy, and they didn't. They like they they didn't even go and look to see. Like these guys are bringing guns, and like I'm not. Uh, like I'm not totally. They are felons, right? Sure. And if they were on my side, if they were on our side, and they were felons, then
0: that would be something. Sure. They would have found them. Well, I think, yeah, I think for me, it's whether or not you're bringing a gun is the more important question there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's more indicative of your intent and intentions. Yeah, you're, you are looking
1: to get into a fight. I'm going to have to hold this mic to do this. I don't know how my mic stand sucks. Uh, Gainesville. So, uh, Gainesville would be Spencer's first major public appearance since the violence of the Unite the Right rally two months before, and the city, a progressive enclave in the heart of deep red North Florida, was on edge. Anticipating chaos, Governor Rick Scott declared a state of emergency, prompting Spencer to tweet out an image of his head making its way across the Atlantic towards Florida. Hurricane Spencer A few days before the event, the Florida Department of Law Enforcement signed out a small bound threat book of about 20 or so figures, most of them openly affiliated with Spencer or with anti-fascist groups, which Stout knew from his own research meant that they weren't the people to worry about. Anonymous online chatter on sites like 4chan, meanwhile, described armed right-wing militants coming to Gainesville to test Florida's stand-your-ground law. Stout envisioned 20 white supremacists with long guns. We're screwed, he thought. So, uh, he, he basically was like, uh, so this guy is like, these guys are coming to Florida yeah, and they're openly, we're going to test Florida, stand your ground laws. Yeah. That's, that that's, is what they, they posted it, dude. Right. Right. They posted it on fucking line. Do we need to remind you of what happened to Jake? Right, Like just from the show, like he posted something way more innocuous than that. Yeah. And he's still going through shit. He still needs money. They're $10,000 fucking dollars in and he, they're looking at 10000 more dollars for this thing. And this fucking, this, these fucking guys just get to go out. They just get to go out and put IEDs on the side of the road. They are fucking terrorists, yeah. dude.
0: No, they had snipers set up. Yeah, at that Patriot prayer bullshit that they found. We talked about it a couple shows ago, but uh, the level of violence that they're at and the absolute cowardice of people to not take a goddamn stand and say that they're fucking disproportionately doing this shit. You know, we have all this, these fucking centrists and these reasonable people and like Mueller libs and they're really fucking infuriating. When they start saying that everybody's too radical right now. Yeah. Because everybody... You know, I mean, I'll tell you what I feel about this motherfucking voting thing. Is it feels like it's a goddamn TV show. And these people are so invested in this fucking TV show. While the fucking building is on fire. Yes, yes. And they aren't willing to come to terms with what fucking life is right now. And trying to plan something that isn't just going and buying shit every fucking weekend and, and, you know, having a glass of wine after work, buying or a beer shit, buying, buying buying a green thing. This, well, I bought, I bought, I bought stainless steel straws. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And they yell at me every two years to vote. They can't stop yelling at me every two years to go vote in a midterm or an election.
0: And, and, and time and time again, when you look at it soberly, you can see that gerrymandering and, all of, all of the disproportionate ways that the disgusting, ugly, rude people of our society are able to hold uphold the white supremacy and the patriarchy and all of the things that were the foundation of this fucking system that everybody is so intent on. On being a fucking part of, right? And you can't win with the. the you're not going to win with those people, no. right? Like the Democrats are born losers. They don't want to win. Republicans have the will to fucking win. Republicans have a blank piece of paper, and they're standing in front of the fucking class, and they say, "I wrote a report on this book," and they do a whole goddamn fake report and get a and pass the class. And get to go on. And they are beating the shit out of us, man. Like they're they're what the our shit is not popular. No fucking try. (laughs) The
1: Spencer speech turned out to be a bust thanks to an audience so determined to drown them out at one point that they erupted in a chant of orange blue, orange blue, as if at a Gators football game. Afterward, the crowd left the auditorium and flooded back onto Hull Road. The long avenue leading toward the center of campus. Thousands of protesters surrounded the small group of Spencer acolytes. Tenbrink, a sinewy young man wearing a black t-shirt and jeans, was particularly overwhelmed and jumped a barricade to escape to escape the angry crowd. The police put him in handcuffs and escorted him to the parking garage. Then, for reasons that remain unclear, they uncuffed Tenbrink and walked him out of the garage and toward the parking lot and let him go. Neither Tenbrink nor his friends were in the threat book. Um... That is the, that is a guy that had a nine millimeter. That is a guy that came to start trouble. Yeah. He came to fight. They always say Antifa comes to fight. Those guys come to fight. They come to an, like a, they said, Antagonizer is the fucking guy's name. There are several versions yeah. of what happened after
0: Ten Brink was released, and they're the ones taking it to that level. Like there, how many how many stories do we have of Antifa running up in a Nazi meeting or a Proud Boys meeting and shooting the fucking place up? None exactly yeah exactly i mean they they yell
1: at them they show up and yell if you can't handle being yelled at being a nazi is probably not the thing that you should do maybe play video games or something like that like do anything else there are several versions of what happened after 10 brink was released it was about 5 15 p.m the texans drove down archer avenue the broad street bordering the south edge of campus about a mile from the secured area A group of protesters were sitting at a bus stop. The men in the Jeep started shouting Heil Hitler, according to the police report and several witness statements. Do you know my friend Heil? Heil Hitler. Get it? The men started throwing Nazi salutes. Great. One of the protesters had come to Gainesville armed with a retractable baton. When the Texans began to harass them, he grabbed his baton and struck a window on the SUV. My life and the lives of those around me was at risk, he told the police. Will Fears jumped out. I'm about to beat this dude up with his own freaking expandable baton, he later <laughs> recalled. <laughs> 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 Suddenly, witnesses said a man later identified as Tenbrink jumped from the vehicle holding a handgun. "Shoot him, the Texans were heard yelling. Tenbrink pointed the gun at the
0: protester. Holy shit! Um, see, this is the and they just that no I, one is to, no no one is seriously talking about. It. Everybody's avoiding this. this. Is what I mean. The motherfucking game. All the but I feel from both sides. Like this time, everybody seems so fucking mad at us. Like yeah. I felt just being talked down to the whole time I had somebody of a, a fucking Democrat person that I really I know I cut them deep on my post because they posted like four fucking responses <laughs> that were just, you know, supposed you know, were directed towards me. Oh, but yeah. The one said at the end, at, by the end of it, they were just so exasperated. They said, shut up and go vote hippie. That's what it's, yeah it's like that's a fucking expletive now yeah it's like you know you all you guys need and gals need to stop with the fucking signs and the protests you need to stop go out you need to stop going out there and confronting people that bring guns to fucking protests yeah. you know that yeah. want to genocide people and are making waves in the government it takes no risk but these people actually have people inside of the government right.
1: working for them and they're working you, to get there and they're you see and, the
0: europa guys in the white house yeah, I, I did not see that, but I know the they somebody posted a picture of it of the identity Europa guy was making was shown going into the White House. Yeah, the, and, the dude, and, he's the guy that set up the torch people that said Jews will not replace us. Yeah,
1: and and they're and they're they're doing a thing where like they're legitimizing this as the legitimate right wing. Oh, yeah. So now we are not arguing with your fucking we're not arguing with the type of Republicans that they think we're arguing with like these honorable We never were by the way, like there was never a time where politicians were honorable and we're having an honorable debate and we may have our differences, but you know, dang it. We all want America to succeed. We are arguing with fucking racists and Nazis. Right. And with legit, their voices are completely legitimized and, they're above the fucking law. They yeah. will take their handcuffs. They'll put them in a parking garage and take their fucking handcuffs off and just let them go. Right. Um. So uh, a little later on in this article, I'm, I'm going to move toward. Uh, uh, well, here, let's. Um. So I'm going to move towards the other part of it. And uh, I in, just man. in March 2018, a 20 year. 20-year-old white evangelical Christian named Mark Anthony Condit laid a series of homemade IEDs around Austin, Texas, in largely minority communities. The bombs killed two African Americans and injured at least four others over the course of several weeks, terrorizing the city, yet the local authorities preferred to describe Condit, who committed suicide, as a very challenged young man. Also last spring, another white man, 28-year-old Benjamin Morrow, blew himself up in his apartment in Beaver Dam, wisconsin while apparently constructing a bomb federal investigators said morrow's apartment doubled as a homemade explosive laboratory laboratory there was a trove of white supremacist literature in morrow's home according to the fbi but local cops citing morrow's clean-cut demeanor and standout record as a quality control met manager at a local food processing plant made sure to note that just because he had this material didn't mean he was a white supremacist. He could have been an individual that was just doing research. The local police chief said they are on their side. Yeah, that is why they can't find him. They're the same Uh, fucking
0: people uh, boys will be boys. We all have our little bouts with white supremacy. We like a, a good racist jingle every now and
1: then. So so, uh, I, I just need one second.
0: Motherfucker. Fun. You know, this was another one that hasn't come up, too, is, man, that Louisville shooting is fucking insane. That guy tried to break into a church. He was going to try to go to a black church to kill people. He ends up killing two people in a fucking Kroger. Vicki Lee Jones, Maurice E. Stollard were the people he killed. But that happened last week, too. And I'm still getting I'm still feeling that the Democrats and the libs are not grasping on what's going on right now and aren't addressing it head on they are yeah. fucking willing to do the work, then they're clueless. And yeah. they're, like I said, born losers. Every one of them is born losers. They have no will to fucking win. They want to think that they can cooperate with these fucking people. Yeah. There's no you know? cooperation. They want to dominate you. They spend their entire day talking about gassing liberals, like in people and Democrats and anybody that even in the slightest is okay with, you know, uh, any non-traditional values,
1: they, you want to do bipartisanship right. with those people.
0: That's they want to vote. They want to get into a big pot and say, "Let's vote on the best idea." So uh, there's a this goes through. Uh,
1: they talked to a guy from a think tank from the ADA, the uh, uh, Anti Defamation League, a- a- ADL, and uh, in in 2016, the latest full year, year of data available from the FBI, more than 6,100 hate crime incidents were reported. 4,270 of them were crimes against people as opposed to, say, defacing property, and yet only 27 federal hate crime defendants were prosecuted that year. The FBI knows how many bank robberies there were last year, said Michael German, an author of the Brennan Center Report and a former FBI agent, but it doesn't know how many white supremacists attacked people, how many they injured or killed. More concerning to German, though, is that law enforcement seems uninterested in policing the violent far right. During the first year after Donald Trump's election, protests and riots erupted across the country, often involving men with criminal histories who, by definition, were on the law enforcement radar. During the so-called Battle of Berkeley in March 2017, for instance, a far-right agitator named Kyle Chapman became a, he- became a hero to the alt-right after he reportedly pummeled an anti-fascist counter-protester with a billy club. Chapman was a 41-year-old who had two previous felony convictions. He proceeded to travel around the country engaging in violence at other protests, now under the online moniker Based Stickman, a for reference to the Berkeley attacks. Chapman was one of a number of known white supremacists to align with the Proud Boys, a national men's movement founded in 2016 by the anti-immigrant Western chauvinist Gavin McGinnis, a founder of Vice Media. There was also the Rise Above movement, an alt-right group composed largely of ex-cons, many with ties to Southern Californians' racist skinhead movement. Over the past two years, each group engaged in violent confrontations with their ideological enemies. A lengthy list, including African-Americans, Jews, Muslims, non-white immigrants, members of the LGBT community, and a progressive left, and generally escaped punishment. This changed to a degree over the past few weeks, when after a year-long campaign by journalists at ProPublica and other media outlets, uh. Outlets, federal prosecutors filed charges against eight members of RAM, including two of its leaders. Similarly, after a pressure campaign on social media, the New York Police Department arrested and charged six members of the Proud Boys in connection with an assault after a speech by McInnes at a Republican club in Manhattan on October 12th. On his podcast, McInnes noted that he he has a lot of support in the NYPD. In at least one instance, the police have in fact coordinated with far-right groups. In 2017, a law enforcement official stationed at a rally in downtown Portland, Oregon, turned to a member of a far-right militia group and asked for his assistance in cuffing a left-wing counter-protester who had been tackled by a Proud Boy. So they're like enlisting their help. They're just like deputizing them. Allowing them them to do vigilante justice, you know. Um, This article goes on to talk about in 2009, there was a report in, um, that the department, of, okay, here. In April 2009, the Department of Homeland Security's Office of Intelligence and Analysis issued a report warning of a rise in right wing extremism. The department is the country's largest law enforcement body created after September 11th to prevent and respond to various threats, most specifically those connected to terrorism. <laughs> yeah, right. While most of its counterterrorism focus has been on preventing Islamic terrorists, yeah, attacks. setting people up, putting yeah. bombs in their hands. <laughs> yeah, the department is also supposed to examine and domestic threat <laughs> threats the author of the report was a senior intelligence analyst named daryl johnson who ran a small homeland security domestic terrorism unit two years earlier in 2007 johnson was sitting in his bland second floor office when he received a call from the capitol police a first-term illinois senator so they obama is running for president uh-huh. we need to look into this so um what happens is he does they they set him up to do this report by the spring of um they set him up to do Lieutenant this report. Dan. in March 2009 Johnson says he and a few colleagues from the FBI briefed DePaul- Janet Napolitano on their findings Theorizing that heightened stress because of the continuing financial crisis, coupled with the election of the first black president, created a unique driver for individual radicalization and anti-government and white supremacist recruitment. Military veterans, including those returning after multiple tours in Iraq and Afghanistan, might be particularly susceptible candidates. They noticed a prediction-based They noted a prediction based on a 2008 FBI assessment found 203 individuals with military experience who had joined white supremacist groups. So this comes out, right? Yeah. This, uh, this thing comes out and Republican senators and representatives like Lindsey Graham freaked out about it and they start yelling about it. People like he's making us criminals in our own country in our own nation. So basically what happened was they just were like, fuck it. You know? Right-wing terrorism the, isn't a thing. They have the we'll right to we just focus on
0: ISIS. They have the right to be racist.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. So, uh, you know, this thing goes on forever, and they and they talk about. Uh, they they talk. There's just so much it's to it, hell, dude. And uh, it, yeah, these nobody is taking this seriously, and that is the point that I. W- the police aren't going to take this seriously. You're not going to be able to vote this away. This is a real fucking thing, and if you're not attacking this. And you're just voting. You're not doing anything. You're yeah. doing nothing. Less than nothing. Yeah. You're helping. You're complicit. Not maybe helping. You know. I'm being
0: mean a little Sheriff. bit there, but you know, turn the screws so, on them. Yeah. I mean, I think that. Uh, but we
1: got yelled. You get yelled at, even though I voted. I was still getting yelled I at know. for not wanting to
0: vote. Exactly. Because I complained about voting and thought it was worthless. People were mad about that because I did wasn't grateful to be able to vote. And it was like, fuck off. So now I, I don't have to be anything. <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah. This is like, like I said, I gave this no thoughts. I didn't look anybody up. I voted for anybody that wasn't Republican. That's I voted I did. for the issues that I wanted. And then I sent the fucking thing in the mail. So now let's look at this story out of
1: another story out of Tallahassee, Florida real quick. A Florida State University student is being charged with battery after pouring chocolate milk on a volunteer at a Republican Party table oh, I didn't on read FSU's this.
0: campus. I saw the headline. What happened?
1: A warrant was issued for Shelby Shoot oh, 19 man. by the Florida State University Police Department on Thursday, November 1st, around 420 on the... 420. Hey, 420. Oh. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Shoop turned herself Ooh, in and was placed. Nice. That reminds me. Yeah. <laughs> On Tuesday, October 30th, FSU PD responded to Landis Green in reference to a reported battery that he. That had just taken place. When officers arrived on scene, they made contact with the victim who said she was volunteering at a Republican party table on Landis Green when shoot began yelling at her, as well as pouring chocolate milk on her in two separate occasions. Okay.
0: (laughs) Well, that's a great way to get someone to leave.
1: (laughs) Well, You'll survive it.
0: It's better than violence.
1: Well, now this Republican gets to call the fucking police and they're going to kick this girl out of school. Like, this yeah, girl is in a lot of fucking trouble.
0: Yeah, they consider this violence. Yeah, this is violence. This is their this is left-wing violence. Like, this... Pouring chocolate milk <laughs> on somebody... That does not get you taken out to the parking garage and let out of your handcuffs so you could go harass more Republicans. But what if you had suede shoes on and someone put chocolate milk on them? Don't you think that's a hate crime? Dude, I don't
1: want chocolate milk on me at all. But you know what? I'm not a Republican. And
0: I'm not in this new environment on a college campus. I mean, I say shit. A lot of the stuff that I say, I really think that I should have something poured on me someday, but- I'm not, I'm not I'm not going to be surprised. I'm not it. I'm not going to be like, "What? You should go to jail." It's like, "Well, I mean, I Pushed, I push that hard you know yeah. I poke and prod enough that someone might throw chocolate milk we, on me we both deserve it dude <laughs> yeah I mean that's just how we live in
1: right yeah <laughs> well no when you're outspoken with your opinion somebody yeah.
0: look somebody can do that I'm glad it's chocolate it milk and not piss. yeah it used to be yeah it used to be a lot worse <laughs> look if it's diarrhea <laughs> right that's, you know, bad, that's yeah. bad then I'm, I'm like that's sent then I'll be a little more
1: censored <laughs> I might have to file some assault <laughs> charges in the people's court yeah about uh about a little bit about diarrhea or i something. think that would shut
0: me down i'd probably keep it a little under wraps really i don't want to risk a diarrhea
1: chocolate milk is like good i i mean like we can't arrest like they arrested her
0: i know they put a they fucking put out they a, put a warrant right. they were like we hear somebody out here's pouring uh chocolate milk on annoying people sitting at a fucking table it's just, what were they doing? Who was this person that got chocolate? They were just—they. It they doesn't
1: tell exactly. What oh, they they're were Republicans. Doing. It said they were Republicans tabling and like at the school.
0: <laughs> People, it's not we- you guys bully us all the time. It's not fair. <laughs> we just want
1: to be patriots. And the fucking FSU young Democrats
0: like yelled about her too and said we yeah, don't condone we, this no. kind of violence. It's like, like a, she poured chocolate milk on him. Dude, they're stealing everything from us. They are taking everything. They are attacking people. They are the fucking enemy. They are not somebody to cooperate ever. Do have you ever do I one time read this this letter that George Bush wrote and he signed his name when he was running for president, yours in victory comma george w bush (laughs) and i'm like these people do not have the fucking will to win or the vim or vigor to to beat someone like that they are way too fucking weak man that dude that cordry that lost motherfucking pasta noodle dude he folded like a little pasta noodle (laughs) he He couldn't beat a goddamn angel hair pasta yeah (laughs) piece of angel hair pasta yeah fucking nasty i
1: yeah you're right dude they don't i i used to say they don't say real shit i used to say they don't they, want to win like i used to think that it didn't matter if they won because they, they don't want to
0: are they, do they read the same newspapers and stuff that sh- say like people that were like, I was all the way for Bernie until they threw Hillary out there. And then I went Trump. Yeah. like no. they were just looking any for anybody to say something fucking crazy up there. That wasn't some bullshit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's all they were. That's all you ever, that's all you have to do to win these fucking elections. Yeah. You just have to speak
1: clearly basically yes. as long as you, and to them about things that make sense. Yeah. Be charming. You know, maybe like. Yes, Bernie's not charming, but he no he is. Yeah. He has an answer for everything. He well, he does do that. I mean, I'm not like I'm not in love with any he's of the Democrats, but listeners. but I do feel I do feel that there is a part of me that thinks like you know you're yelling at me to vote for these Democrats, and like I'm not one of these people. But like I would say, there are a lot of people on Twitter, right, that have just kind of and when Brad and I first started doing Street Fight in 2011, like we weren't popular and our opinions were no no everybody hated us no
0: (laughs) it was not fun to talk about drones when Barack Obama was the president we we had like 15 fans but fortunately they
1: were all they all launched very successful podcasts they did Yeah, they all got
0: ten we, times more followers.
1: We we had a lot. We had fans, and it was dank metal. <laughs> like I can name them all: Felix, Will, Matt. Yeah, like that was that was it. But like, um, Jalbert out there, Monica, yeah. right? He was there. Um, but I'm saying, like, it wasn't a popular thing to say. Now it is, and like my theory, Bernie Sanders sort of made that happen, in that like he inspired. A lot of people, like a big, huge amount of people from all different walks of life sure. he, he inspired. And then the Democrats said, shut up, sit down, you're yeah. a bunch of youngsters. You don't know what you're doing. Fuck right. you. You can't win this thing. And that's why I think we're, I, I think that that makes us more, like, that's why I, people don't want to be Democrats. Like, I can totally not blame them Yeah, for that. Like, I can't blame anybody for holding a grudge because of that
0: yeah yeah and, it's, uh, really, it's i don't know it's sad it's a and it's a lot of work and they will shut you down and um there is a possibility of trying to run your own candidates but i saw i saw a couple of small victories in like texas or something i didn't really get the They detail. were judges which yeah. is a good
1: victory right you now
0: that makes a direct difference i mean you
1: look at philly um the DA in Philly is like badass isn't yeah, he's, he like yeah. he he just he's like getting all kinds of shit done i can't remember what he did i
0: don't yeah, know sure. it, yeah it's just but it's one of those things where um i know that i make my money off of this politics shit but i i do think that people have the time and effort especially when i see someone that is live streaming brand new video games i'm like you could go to an IWW you could go to an immigrants rights protest. You could do one thing a month that would take two hours of your time and 15 minutes of travel time both ways. And you could actually make a bigger impact than you could ever imagine could come from the fucking vote, you know? Yeah. Like I, I, the protests are just so poorly fucking attended and the, the women's March was like huge. That thing was crazy big and that made a lot, but we need more people actively engaged in the stuff that they at least care about, instead of just saying they care about it. You know, well, twice, every two years, every so, two years, if people th- write it off. That's where most people are at. It's yeah. unacceptable. Yeah.
1: So I have a uh, a few other little. I, I got some odds and ends here that we got to do. I want to okay. talk about this Portland police tweet. <laughs> Did, I didn't see him. A- Okay, I'm just going to read the tweet. The Citizen Radar Corps is a pilot program focused on addressing speeding through residential areas and school zones. Mm. (laughs) Volunteers post signs that radar is in use and record the plates of cars that exceed the speed limit. Letters Mm. are sent to the owner reminding them to slow down. They got people out there clocking people.
0: Right. The the citizens. So the citizens are, how do they get their information? they
1: fucking take a picture of the driver's license and then report it to the police. And then it's like, don't do that guys. Look, I don't want people speeding through. Maybe put the signs up. You know what I'm
0: saying? It's like you, well, yeah, we've, how do we, we don't know how to handle this issue, this is something we need. <laughs> Anarchism is, is failing on this. Yeah, issue, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't have a good radar on it because my street is so fucking cramped. It's like a cart and buggies is what they would made it for That, two people park on the side and you have to go slow, slow. I saw somebody pop someone's mirror off more yeah. than one time, more than one time, get too close. So no one goes over 20 in my neighborhood.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think that like, I am with you speed, on like, don't speed find my through residential areas. Like don't, please don't do that. My kid wouldn't
0: go in the street. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but you know. I've also seen, I also do know a buddy of mine that drove a Mustang and let his kid brother borrow it and they ended up fishtailing it through someone's fucking yard right that's crashing into a rock
1: yeah just don't do it you know don't but yeah don't speed through residential we can't figure this out we'll figure it out eventually. speed bumps
0: work we need the real hard course
1: not the (laughs) humps not a hump
0: but like the bump speed bumps i don't know man don't they do too much damage your car not if you fucking drive home from slowly <laughs>
1: <laughs> speed bump i don't know i i don't know i think the speed bumps work dude not the humps i like i said I like speed the humps. humps i like humps no the humps don't work speed bumps work uh the bump bumps, the hard shit the actual hard shit like the da 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 Yeah, the ones that feel like it's ruining your car. (laughs) Yeah, that you can hear some extra creaks. So somebody in our Facebook group posted a a memo that they got at work. Oh, this is pretty good. Um, The subject is holiday announcement, and the importance is high. I like that you can issue an importance. This is an important one for the holiday announcement. Top of the to-do list. (laughs) In response to employee requests, Blank will be celebrating the holiday season in a slightly different way this year. Okay, mix it up. This is a business the business is actually called Terry Incorporated. Okay, Terry Inc. Yeah. Terry Inc. Instead of receiving a fifty dollar gift in your December paycheck.
0: Okay. Which would be this year. Fifty dollars I I like Mm. I like fifty better than nothing should be higher but um (laughs) if someone slips you a 50 you're like hey hey 50
1: yeah yeah you get
0: you get it's a little bump for a day it gets you like an extra nice pair of shoes You go movies or go out to eat yeah yeah sometimes it gets me halfway there to something there's something i want for a (laughs) hundred dollars and i'm like i'm not gonna spend a hundred dollars on nothing just gonna say this it gets me halfway there just gonna say this insight when i worked there the cable company 200 bucks woo daddy 100 on one paycheck 100 on the other paycheck in december we got at abercrombie up to matching 100 of a full paycheck okay see that's a christmas bonus yeah that was real shit $50. that was the best dude it was like an extra 600 700 dollars It was fucking amazing. So I'm going to assume that
1: instead of receiving $50 in your December paycheck, after that, it's going to say, we're going to give you $300. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm hoping for. You know, $500.
0: We should just get an extra $500 around Christmas. Well, yeah. There should should be be a second tax return. Like we said,
1: just 500 bucks. Just here's 500 well, bucks.
0: I think, yeah, should, we should just call it Christmas cheer. And then, yeah, everybody gets an allotment to spend on everybody else.
1: Right. I don't need an excuse like fucking uh, like tax return. You just send me the money yeah. 500 no, I just think it's
0: culturally. I mean, fuck it if you don't want to use it. If you want to put it in a college fund or you want to be a miser about it, whatever. But like everybody gets a, the extra money. Because how the fuck are we supposed to provide a magical... Christmas for these people when there isn't like a thirteenth month to make you, the money. Right, I'm saying you. So you're broke all the time. Right, the other eleven it months of like, the year, and now you, you got to buy five hundred dollars worth of it's shit. It's like a double rent. It's like paying rent twice. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm like, it's like, where does that come from? Yeah, it's like <laughs> credit cards and late payments on utilities. They won't shut off for three months. Yeah, it's just cruel not to give a Christmas it is. bonus. It's you fucked know? up. Everybody so, needs one.
1: This company though. Has decided Terry Incorporated got it. Has decided They went from fifty dollars they're not gonna do fifty dollars. That is you know cheap. That is so it's- cheap. They should be ashamed that they were doing it- it- this letter should be an apology letter for all the years they did fifty dollars on the paycheck. <gasps> My God. Fifty dollars on your motherfucking paycheck is actually thirty five dollars.
0: <laughs> it was if yeah, they're taxing them taxing that. That's a that's a Gift. That's a bonus. <laughs> like That's a 40% tax.
1: Fifty dollars at the cable company, they gave me a hundred and two dollars to cover that. Oh, they covered they it? Made sure that you got a hundred dollars. Got it. Like they were gonna give you, you a hundred dollars. Okay. Okay. Real deal. Like one hundred dollar bill. Well, they would give you a hundred and then they'd be like, That's it this year, that's all we're doing. Then on the next paycheck, they give you another hundred and be like, Gotcha. Really? I swear. That's how they did it. I was always so fucking excited. Like every the second time, every time. The second check was always like, God damn, you know? Yeah, but you I were you, basically
0: subjected to some sort of psychological medical testing. You know
1: what it's like. I think
0: you were like have, they were testing you in some sort of way, <laughs> like see how the people respond to that shit. No, what is it? Like it some it's like when a band That's like, does an encore. It is.
1: <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, like basically, we're exact- gonna do it again. <laughs> yes. When a band does an encore, that is that is uh what this was like. They loved it too. Manager was always feeling good, just smiling and yeah. handing out. he will give you a Cheryl's cookie to go with it. What? Like here's a Cheryl's cookie too, motherfucker. Wow! Take, take home this Christmas. Yeah,
0: can it be Christmas all year round?
1: I know, I know. They could probably
0: afford. We to could. Pay, we that. could afford that. Yeah, yeah. As a country, two hundred bucks, dude. I mean, there's only $200 too. $200
1: isn't even enough. But like when you hand it out in two separate installments, <laughs> yeah. it feels like it blew your fucking mind, you know? Right, right. <laughs> so instead of receiving a $50 gift in your December paycheck this year, Terry Incorporated will be crediting each employee $50 to an online store operated by an apparel company. <laughs>
0: What? Uh, what? <laughs> what? What? What <laughs> company
1: script? You get to buy a T-shirt. It's an apparel company. Ugh, Ter- it's one of those- Probably get a Terry Incorporated hat, Terry Incorporated shirt, probably- blankets. I have a hundred blankets from from uh, my wife's company. Most likely, it's Uline. It U- is U- Uline. Uline
0: will embroider anything on a fucking umbrella handle for you
1: it's basically that magazine that oriental trader magazine (laughs) yep yep i still get that (laughs) yeah it's basically that my (laughs) wife uh after she worked at her company for 10 years they gave her a mother instead of a bonus they gave her a catalog That had like no. Don't do this. Don't do this. Company. Who thought of that? I know. And she she was able to spend like two hundred bucks, but it was like out of this catalog, and it was all like Uh. not. not bad shit well yeah. actually they i bought an immersion emulsion immersion blender you uh-huh. know what those are uh-huh. it already broke like it, the uh-huh. thing broke yeah, like it's crappy a, yeah it's the worst stuff i got it's a waffle it. iron that thing was a piece of oh that shit. panini that i saw with the top falling off <laughs> no, no no that was that's, a different thing oh. no it was a waffle iron i have that we stopped using because it's the worst Waffle iron and a smoker that I got that fell apart like after no time, but it was like here's here's this man, you know, here's a good. It's not a gold watch,
0: right? It's not a bonus. No, you can get some it's of the stuff out of you this want. catalog. It's, it's just get some stuff you've always wanted, you know, like um, a uh, a pocket chair. So <laughs>
1: employees will have until December second. <laughs> Why are they giving them a? headline yo we got this to you on november yes. 1st here's your catalog you got till you, december 2nd you to select a product with the items shipping directly to your home in mid-january 2019
0: <laughs> what is this bullshit this sounds like our this is, sounds like we're running the is this our apparel company? Did we sign up to do this? This is a Patreon. Very, very, very vague. Like you're gonna get it in like eight weeks, okay? <laughs> <laughs> ho ho ho. It's January fifteenth. <laughs> yeah. What is that? How is that a Christmas gift? Is that a holiday gift then? I mean you get to pick it before Christmas. <laughs> Well, the elves are going to be working overtime embroidering our company logo on this new baseball jacket. Just like you, the elves are working late. Yeah. Well, we got you a satin jacket with yeah. the name of the company on it. There's a coffee mug that has your initials on it, so nobody think nobody uses your favorite cup anymore. Check your email for the link and more information what about this
1: special offering. Next week's next week managers will be sending you individual codes to activate this credit during the checkout steps. See coupon. I will send the codes to the staff as he is. So the the it, manager, but they, they got you got to type it, in a coupon code. <laughs> to, it's, you got to do all this fucking shit.
0: Imagine imagine knowing. Imagine before getting a fifty dollar bill handed to you, <laughs> and instead. You have to get silicone oven mitts with your company <laughs> logo on them.
1: <laughs> so embarrassing, dude. They what could
0: have that? just given you, before they were giving you
1: $50, and they're like, let's switch it up. But they're probably getting $25 oh, yeah. for $50. It's their Finger so, Hut know? sells
0: <laughs> Is that what he's <laughs> <you should> <laughs> That was the original. Oh, <laughs> they're my God. They're just doing a Finger Hut. They <laughs>
1: so fucking crazy they should be giving you fucking two hundred dollars
0: they're just the money 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 I, we, we preach this every single time don't be presumptuous and buy me a gift you don't know what i like you don't know me at all you know
1: you know what they used to I do i like at money the call for what i, I do at? you know what they used to do at the call center i worked at they would fucking mail you you would get a box like like a ring box right like a, a like a ring velvet, box side like a velvet thing. box it wasn't a velvet box <laughs> it was a cardboard box wrapped with your and they would mail it to your house. You okay. get this little cardboard box mailed to your house. I remember I've been working there for one year. They're like, it's your one year anniversary. We sent you a special gift. It's like it said, special gift, yeah. and you know it had all the stuff that said it was a special gift. I fucking open it up. It's one piece of candy. <laughs> no, I know, <laughs> no, one no. piece of Anthony Thomas candy. It was like what? one turtle. They could have. <laughs> why didn't they pay someone to show up and slap you in the face? <laughs> Why didn't they fucking take it and ram it in my face? <laughs> like, oh, eat it! You, you like it, pig. you fucking one-year pig. You you get one treat, that's all. You like it. You're lucky you work here. <laughs> that's crazy. Like, how do they get... Why? That's so that's execu- embarrassing. That's and, rude. And this is where oh. I want to sit down and talk to the person that thought this was a suitable replacement. Like, A fucking $50 gift credit for something, an apparel catalog with the company
0: logo on it is no, nothing. It's basically less than nothing. All of the same products they sell on like a Myrtle Beach souvenir shop. That's what you're shopping. Like either they could say Myrtle Beach or they could say Apparel Co on them. It's the same fucking quality of products. Yeah, it's junk. It's garbage. (laughs) Thin that's all my wife's Thin ass see-through blanket.
1: Yeah. All my wife's, they got a store. They got a company store uh, when it's scrimp, bonus dude. time. They're like, here's your uh, no. credits for the company store. And then it's like, well, I can just buy a bunch of stuff with the company store logo. Oh, yeah, great. Thanks. A bunch of shitty stuff, too. Th- like, if this was even like a, they ain't giving you a Yeti cup. With no, the no, 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 no. Like, you're not getting, like, good shit. With the company logo on it, you're getting actual fucking junk. Yeah. The cheapest junk that they have that's going to float in a big fucking ball in the middle of the ocean and never biodegrade. Yeah. You know what biodegrades? $50. It sure does. <laughs> it biodegrades in like one minute. Those things fall apart. You give me $50 and I'm running out that door right then. And oh, huh? we're having dinner tonight. We're I'm buying dinner Yeah. <laughs> in, So, yeah, Christmas bonuses all around. Everybody deserves a real bonus. Everybody needs one. Everybody deserves an actual real bonus. Like a come up. Yeah. I think that's the show, man. I did see another depressing story about how um, I just these. Here's some quick stuff that, that had just came through. Uh, A a really depressing story about how teens are being replaced at fast food restaurants by um, seniors, by the elderly. Oh, really? Like, that's
0: becoming a new thing. So that's a good world we live in. Like
1: I I already knew
0: that. Like I said, man, all those gas stations, those employees got a lot more gruff. But, yeah, yeah, and now like now you're saying your grandma doesn't deserve $15 Yeah, an hour. <laughs> no, nah, grandma don't deserve $15. How hard is she, she working? She's a goddamn bother to me. <laughs> I wouldn't pay her anything. <laughs> I don't want her to be around. Yeah, she racist. It drives me
1: crazy. Yeah. All right, Brett, talk Thanks, us out of this thing.
0: Thank you for listening to the show or watching on the live stream. We're on Street Fight Radio. You can find us twitch.tv slash Radio. YouTube.com slash Facebook.com slash WCRS. Get on there and on Patreon also. You can even sign up on Patreon. You don't have to pledge any money, but you'll get emails and updates once a month on what we're doing, when tickets go on sale, and everything that you know hey, you, you
1: want to know. Can I stop you right here? Uh on November twenty-fourth, Cleveland, Ohio is make Black Friday Red. It is a comedy show with music afterwards by basement boys. My, my buddy, uh, worldwide, Alex Keller, professional will be wrestler, professional wrestler and guy in a band. Uh, I'll be at hell on earth the night before at our lady of Mount Carmel, but come to make black Friday red. Uh, we will have a lot of fun. Brett and I, I believe are staying the night in Cleveland that night. So yes, we don't have to go all the way back home. So we'll be hanging out. Come to the fucking show. If you're, I'm going to tell you right now, Nothing this close is going to happen because the next thing is the West coast. So it's going to be a while before we're back out in the Midwest. I'll say that.
0: Yeah. It's going to be a good time. So I'll be sharing, uh, links to all that stuff. Just check social media, street fight, WCRS. And, um, I'll make sure everybody gets a new update. There has been an issue with the square store. We got shut the fuck down for CBD and Kratom. We're selling that on the low, low. StreetFightRadio@gmail.com. at gmail.com send me an email and I can get you herbal extracts and tea uh, until I run out and then we're out of that game because we don't want to go to fucking jail or get in trouble for it. But um, we were happy to have it for a very long time and now we're moving on to other bigger, better things. So I'm ready for Street Fight to keep moving onward and upward and happy that you're into it and keep supporting it. If you want to do that even further and you haven't made the choice, I promise there is a lot of fun stuff over on patreon.com slash street radio. You can get access to all the digital zines that we put out. You get access to bonus shows. We just did another episode of undercover business tyrants, which was a lot of fun. So, um, join, join up. Uh, we're trying to address this shit head on and make a, a better world with peace, love, and anarchy. Uh, we are street fight.
2: You are my sweet.